For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to West 5 Pod, a podcast about WVU sports, the Big 12 Conference, and climbing upward. I'm Joel Bracken at WV Stats Guy, joined as always by Jordan Pinto. He's at Game Day Shorts. Jordan, it was your first game um, watching on the television this weekend, and uh, tell, tell me how that was different for you. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, with the in-laws, um, so, you know, you'd think usually you're dialing it back a little bit, but it, uh, it was fortunate that it was at the end of a long day of, uh, of drinking up in Canaan Valley, um, so I was as locked in as ever. You know, I, I did not sit down uh, for, for very much of the game. Uh, most of them, they, they went to bed around, uh, you know, kind of like late third quarter, like kind of had a long day. Um, and so I had, you know, I just had the run of the house for, for, for the stretch run there for the, for the go ahead, uh, field goal, um, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, dude, oh my God, what a fucking game, dude. We did it. We did it. What a crazy game. And it was, you know, getting late there was, you know, some delays is your typical, uh, college football game now that's approaching four hours long. And it was like rounding midnight or something. And, um, man, I mean, the fourth quarter full of swings, full of up and downs. And it's almost hard to believe we, we, uh, we pulled it out. It was, it's something we, we feel like we've conditioned ourselves to be like, we'll find a way to lose these sorts of games. And, uh, here we are four game win streak. Um, you know, obviously the first in Neil Brown era here in West Virginia. Um, and, I feel like an identity kind of being established. I mean, we've sort of won the last three games in the same way. And, you know, all indicators would be that we're just going to keep dragging teams down in the mud with us. Um, so excited about that um, and just enjoying it. I've seen some people online being pessimistic and whatever. And uh, we're winning football games. We're 4-1, and one, getting getting votes, 2-0 and oh in the conference. And... Uh, Jordan, I'm yeah. sure you feel the same, but I'm I'm just I'm here for the ride. I'm here to enjoy this part of it. The the whole point is is for the climb, right? Like why do you why do you suffer through all that other bullshit if you're not gonna enjoy like when this is happening? Um yeah, the people online, like I mean everybody just needs to take this opportunity, talk to your friends and family about real deal Neil and the four and one West Virginia Mountaineers, baby. Because <laughs> we coming for you. We're we're out here, son. Like what who can't we beat in this conference right now? Um you know, it's like you said the 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 identity thing. I mean, it's something we've been begging for. It's 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 a real thing, right? It's this. Uh, so I love. I saw the acronym that the defense follows, and actually, I think it's the whole team. It's um, eat. So effort, aggression, together, right? And if that doesn't just sum up this team in 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 three words, like I don't know what it is, dude. We, I mean, TCU was sick of us. They didn't yeah. want any more. You know, like they were ready for that game to be over. Um, you could see Pitt was the same way. Texas Tech was the same way. Dude, we are just in your face. 60 minutes, pedal to the metal. Um, I mean, we have uh, swag oozing out of our... Fu- it, and it starts with fucking Garrett Green, uh, Lee Kogba, right? When your guys are... When you have those guys on both sides of the ball, 
I mean, it just it starts from the top down. And you can see these dudes believe in themselves. They believe that they're going to make the play. Like, if not them, somebody else on the team is going to make the play when we need a play to be made. And, yeah, it's 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 a complete 180. You know, that was then. This is now. We win in these games now. Um, yeah. This is like It feels like this is the team we were promised. You know, this is the team that we've been waiting for for four years. Um, yeah, exactly. I fucking um, love it. I fucking love this team. Yeah, I'm, I'm really liking this team. And and yeah, I feel like a lot of the things that you thought about Neil Brown coming into, you know, I think most people would say he was a great hire coming in. It was the right choice. All excited. What, what was promised with the Neil Brown team is a disciplined team, a, a, a tough physical team. You know, his style is, is not your tradi- traditional air raid. Um, and, you know, I think right now this team has really like grown an identity, grown a different different demeanor than it had last year. Um, so... So I guess just real quick, you know, today we're we're talking the the TCU review. We're going to talk our Big Twelve recap, precap, uh, but no preview this week, which I think is probably a good thing because much needed bye week injuries are kind of stacking up. I'm exhausted, uh, man. I'm I just I need I need a week. Yeah, I need a week. Gonna hit some ice ice baths. Maybe not drink some alcohol. Although I'm they obviously just cracked a beer, but my, <laughs> my, I just like you know just try and take a week off of that. Give my body a chance to recover here. Yeah, I I think Neil summed it up. I mean, last night, you know, also it being a late night game and everything, um, you know, our our kids are on the East Coast clock, I would say. But, you know, Neil and his presser was like, I'm exhausted. I told these guys, like, I'll see you Wednesday. Like, go celebrate, go get healthy. I mean, like, I think this was like a really nice time for a a buy. And not that Houston is going to be an easy game by any means, but, but having that sort of like, three week stretch where you only play one game is pretty nice. This is like, we need to like, things have gone well. Let's like get everybody on the men, get, get set back up. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, all in this team is fun. This team is, uh, nasty. It's not your, uh, it's not your high flying normal big 12 team. Um, I, I absolutely love this tweet and I'm just going to read it verbatim. It's smoking musket. Um, and I, I think this is the perfect encapsulation of our team. Uh, Smoking Musket tweeted yesterday, last night, best part about this team so far is the total shame that opposing fans feel about losing to them. <laughs> they are dragging their opponents into a hell that we created ourselves. It's like, uh, we're going to, like, you think we came to play a football game? Like, we're going to drag you down to, like, a nasty other dimension, and you got you to gotta figure out how to get out of there with your fist alone. Like, that is that is our vibe, and I kind of love it. It's it. I'm um, here for every second of it, man. I was actually I, I wrote a note down. So I'm a big uh, <clears throat> I'm a big I'm not a, like a troll or anything, but you know I go lurk on the other team's message boards in the lead up and then afterwards, right? And this is the third straight week where like we have these guys <laughs> questioning their entire existence. Yeah, you yeah. go on the TV and they're like, we should fire Kendall Bryles. Like this fucking sucks. Same thing last week against Tech, right? Like they're all like, is Kitley a good offensive coordinator? And it's like, no, nah, buddy, you just shouldn't have played the old Golden Blue. You shouldn't have played him. <laughs> You shouldn't have played him. And so I've, I've gotten a, a great deal of satisfaction out of that. It's been fucking awesome. I love being yeah. that team. Yeah. Hate yourself. I, I, I enjoy it. I mean, like I, like I said, we've talked about it for a while, just having an identity. You know, I, I like being the team that like no one wants to face because even if you are the superior talented team, like we're going to drag you down in the mud and we're going we're gonna to play it the way we want because we have the strengths that we do are, all, are you know, generally speaking, our, our lines. Um, we're going to stack the box on offense and run the thing. I mean, like, you know what's coming, and this is the brand of football you're playing against, and we're good enough at imposing that will that we can we can take some 
control of the, the style of the game. And that's just something the Neil Brown team has never had. We have never been able to dictate how the game was going to be played. Um, it, it has always been dictated to us. So yeah, that is something stood out to me. And I, I think just, I mean, generally just like the swagger, the demeanor, the attitude, I can hear it in Neil. I can hear it in the way the players talk about each other. I, I think there is like a, a real connection with this team, like in position groups. I mean, we've talked about the quarterback room. We love the quarterback room. I think yep. the defense just as a whole, man, like they're, they're all playing for each other. Had some really unfortunate injuries last night and come out and pitch a shutout in the second half. Like, are you kidding me? It's yeah. Yeah. Insane. I think I had it. Uh, so have we would tech did tech get 10 points in the second half last week? Just trying that to sounds, that sounds right to me. 20 to 13. Yeah. They had three. Yeah. So, so, Second half shout out against Pitt, ten points allowed to Texas Tech, and then second half shout out against TCU in our in our last three games. It's it's not it's not bad. It's not half bad. Yeah, less than what two points a quarter or whatever. Yeah. That's uh that's pretty Fucking nasty. Crazy. Yeah. And I, like you said, it's the way we do it, man. We um you, you know, I'm not even convinced that our guys are like that much better at covering. Uh, at this point, it's just we're not giving people time to throw, right? Like our defensive line is in the backfield. It feels like immediately, man. I listened to Sonny Dykes. Uh, presser and god dude he just uh i don't know he wrote the whole the whole tcu team really rubbed me the wrong way yesterday but he yeah. came off kind of like a little bitch but um he was just complaining about it like he's like second half is second and long the entire fucking half like what are we supposed to do and it's like yeah that's, that's what it's gonna be um that's what we've been all year we win first down put you in second and third and long and then then uh you know the dogs are out and we're coming to get you and i oh my god it's so much fun just like watching these dudes like shit i mean chandler morris like deconstructed in front of our eyes last night it felt like you know mm -hmm. um we're like towards the end of the game it was just you could tell that he knew the pass rush was coming like he was very aware of it and i think what do we get i think we saw i saw we had like 20 some pressures and six sacks i mean we were everywhere yeah, yeah defensive line took over the game in the second half they and really he did made it, he made his plays and like we knew he was going to like he's a oh they're good runner. yeah yeah, yeah they're a good great runner they're gonna scorch teams but if the jerseys were like different colored last night and you didn't know who was who I felt like those last couple drives from TCU were like what I thought we were the last few years of like mental mistakes, yep. clock management issues, procedural penalties, costly costly penalties, and then two special teams, you know, they weren't, I guess, like faults of theirs. We blocked the kicks, but like those were all the areas that we were getting beat in. It felt yeah. like for a while. Um, and then, yeah, we're the team getting after the quarterback. They're making like, like, I don't know if they're just rattled. What, like they're making questionable plays, um, you know, questionable decisions. The clock's running. I'm like, what are, why aren't they calling a timeout? What are they, you know, that last yeah. drive was all discombobulated Shambles, and yeah. Hey, it's fun to get teams in that sort of realm. I mean, like, uh, that has been us for a while. So, uh, um, they were, they were sick of us, man. You could tell they were sick of us. Yeah, fucking, I fucking loved it. Oh my god, I loved it. Yeah, that was a that was a big win. Okay, do you think that was the most important win of the Neil Brown era, or the biggest win, most impressive? Like, where do you think it's? I'd say, in the top I mean, three? uh, yeah, 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 yeah. By any adjective that you want to use there. No, I think um, important. I don't know. Uh, important yeah. probably a, a trickier question. Impressive though, I think definitely. Yeah. Um, just when you consider the context of. I mean, we've never even had a three-game winning streak before. Like, that's kind of been what we've done, right? Is it, you know, there'll be a step forward, maybe, maybe you know, a step and a half forward, but then there's always the fall flat on our face kind of deal. You know, there's mm -hmm. the getting blown out by Texas or getting blown out by Texas Tech last year, right? Um, 
And, it, you know, and it felt like if that was going to happen, like this is one of the candidates for where it might happen. Um, mm-hmm. And so the fact you just go down there and you just, you, you know, it, it wasn't the same old shit. It wasn't the same old shit. Um, so, yeah, no, I think I think most impressive for sure. I mean, like you said, dude, we, we you know, uh, we're not as good as, as, you know, some of these blue blood teams were. But like you can feel when your team is like wrestling control of the game away. Right. And, and it's like, quarter. Yeah, and, and it was just like we we like tightened tightened the bow constrictor up, and and it just like you could feel us taking control of the game, and mm-hmm. it was just like such a like fucking awesome feeling. I mean, like I said, I was pacing around the living room by myself like a lunatic, you know, just <laughs> sl- <laughs> slamming <laughs> slamming beers, like having to walk outside every now and then, like, yep. um, and yeah, no, it's just it's it's awesome, it's awesome. Yeah, you could feel the energy in that third quarter. I mean, like, um, I have the drives here, but it was it was you could feel us like squeezing the life out of them. We were forcing them in three and outs. We were getting the ball. We were moving the ball. Um, and man, I mean like, you know, we get it inside the two yard line and come away with zero points there at the beginning yeah. of the fourth quarter. You know, if we score there, we go up a touchdown. Then we would almost immediately get the ball back again. You know, like it was, it was kind of a dominating performance coming down the, down the stretch there, which was just a completely different thing than we we've been used to it wasn't i i actually like kind of felt confident when their defense was on the field and, and that's been a thing for the last few weeks now which is like these are a lot of the same guys as last year which is just crazy it's bizarre it's yeah. bizarre and no i mean like you you know we, we were kind of talking about it beforehand is like like it didn't even feel like we pl- i mean we played we played well right like we played well but it feels like there's like another level that this team can get to even mm-hmm. um I mean, shit, like we talk about the defense. What did we drop? Five interceptions yesterday? Like it could have yeah, been four. like could have been like even better. Um, miss a couple. Like you said, get to the two yard line. Don't score. Um, we had Rodney Gallagher. What was that? Right before the first half. Um, and he was just came wide open on that play and Garrett over Garrett overthrew him by like 10 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, it just it feel it feels like there's there's another level for this team to get to. Like, I, you know, I still don't feel like we're, like we're playing. So it feels weird to say. And it feels uh, like I'm being greedy for asking for more, right? But it doesn't feel like this team's played its best football yet, which well, is which well, think is cool. about think about the last three games, which is is really what I think we're both talking about in terms of like this season. Like Penn State, we weren't going to win that, and Duquesne is whatever. The last three games, we played what one one series with um, Garrett Green in the backyard brawl. Then we go a backup quarterback the rest of the game, backup quarterback the entire Texas Tech game. And then quarterback who was not at full strength and was not even supposed to start last night until Nico rolls his ankle on like Wednesday or whatever. Yeah. Um, we really haven't played any of those three games with a full strength quarterback who is prepared that week. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, Nico prepared the one week, but as, you know, clearly being the backup quarterback. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like this offense is, it's it's at least like showing showing signs like, um, you know, the passing game clearly still isn't, isn't there. Uh, but you know, it was enough. And, and, you know, Garrett green rated out 71 last night. Chandler Morse was a 57 in PFF. Yeah. I mean, you know, Garrett green did not win us the game with his arm, but the huge run, you know, the, the first touchdown and then just the management. I mean, he had one turnover worthy throw Chandler Morse had four. Those are the, basically the four picks we're talking about That's 8% of his passes were, were turnover worthy plays. So, um, yeah, I mean, I do feel like there's room to grow. You know, the only thing I would be maybe slightly upset about just is these injuries we came out with. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. we don't know what's going on. Aubrey Burks would be a massive loss. 
Trey Lathan was really playing well this year. Um, and those are guys that, you know, it's, it's going to be losses, but you know, this is football and this is how seasons go. Like your depth gets tested as the season goes on. So, yep. um, I know we got yeah. some bangs up other places too. offensive line, you know, a lot of people are going down there late in the game. Yeah, no, it's, it's like you said, it's, it, the, the bye week came at the, at the perfect time. Um, yeah, I think, you know, honestly, Burks, it felt more precautionary, you know, cause like even when he got, he got knocked down on the initial tackle, which is clearly where he got hurt. But then it looked like he, you know, even like tried to get up and like tackle the guy from his back. Yeah. You know, so it was one of those where it was like, man, I, like I couldn't believe, you know, uh, you know, obviously uh, you, you got to take every precaution in a situation like that. But I was kind of just like shocked. Um, and then it sounds like he walked out. He was walking today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, I think Neil even said that he had gotten good news as far as that went uh, as, as soon as last night. So, you know, I think that's one where... Y- wouldn't be shocked to see him play against Houston. Um, yeah. You know, obviously if he, you know, if he's not ready, then you, you would never um, rush him back. But um, that's one where I would not be shocked if he played the Lathan one sucks though, man. Yeah. Cause he's been playing so well. Um, and and I think that, back. that one's a, that one's a season season ender. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, although I will say uh, if anybody can direct me uh, to the nearest Ben Cutter uh, Jersey repository, I would, I would love to get a Ben Cutter Jersey. Cause dude, you know, I <laughs> dude looks good. Dude looks yeah. like a little bit of a player. Um, so I don't know. May I mean, you know, maybe maybe we end up being okay there. Obviously, you'd rather Lathan just keep playing, but yeah. Um, you you said it before we started rolling, but it it is worth stressing that this is a really young team. It's a young like, team. Lathan was a re- is a redshirt freshman, right? Yeah. Um, Cutter's a true freshman. Cutter's a freshman. I mean, we got young guys all over the place who were like starting to make plays. That's that's the thing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It does feel like. I mean, what? Like, I mean, if everybody who can comes back, who can come back, comes back, I mm-hmm. think it would be like 18, 18 starters. Yeah. Something like that. So. Yeah. We we don't need to go too far. I'll get too excited if we go too far down that road, but. Yeah, curious to see. Like you said, I mean, good good thing we have a bye week. Um, but yeah, it is kind of that point in the season when this kind of shit starts to pile up. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, it did not, you know, I mean, insane effort from the, from the group last night because obviously it could have derailed us and it and it didn't. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have to see see how they do it. Next man up, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, t- talk, talk to me about Jaheim White for a quick second. What, what, what about that spark? Just a little, uh, little showing, he, showing what's up. He might be the guy. Is he, he the guy? Be. See, I, CJ, I, I don't know how to like articulate what I'm seeing. I don't know if it's, he's, he's not like finishing runs the way he used to, or if it's like, I know he was pretty shaken up and I've heard, I forget where, like talking a little bit about how he was kind of being timid coming back from the injury he had last year yeah um but i i feel like in the last game and a half or so he's not really finishing the runs or like initiating the contact that he he kind of was earlier last year yeah. um and man yeah i mean obviously we're, we're gonna like load up and just run down the gut with him but then you throw that jaheem white play in he finds a little seam and you know busts it open for 27 yards like that that okay that's a nice little change up uh, that the defense is, you know, keeping, yeah. keeping off balance. Yeah, I mean, he just brings a completely different pace to the game, right? Like, uh, you know, CJ is what he is. Um, I'd say he's kind of methodical. Like, he's not a plotter, 
in the mm-hmm. way that like a Najee Harris is, but but CJ, it's like, uh, and it maybe right. just yeah, no, it's just I, you know, and I don't know if it's just the nature of the plays that we're calling um, that just aren't. It doesn't feel like we have a very. We run slow developing run plays we really it, it, it is what it seems like. Um, and I don't know if maybe that's the best way to use him. I felt like, you know, a lot of his stuff, especially early in the year last year against Pitt, right? It felt like it's straight up the middle, head of steam, get him to the second level. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, Jaheim, Jaheim just looks, Jaheim looks good, man. Um, I don't know. I just saw Jalen Anderson didn't play at all. Um not sure if that's one of those uh, self red shirts that Neil was alluding to after the mm-hmm. Texas Tech game. Um, seems like it would be a weird, kind of be a weird way to go about it. But Jaheim White's got to get touches. Um, Gallagher too. Gallagher did some did yeah. some stuff. Um, that was going to be my point. Was Gallagher? You know, Gallagher's now rushed in every game but the Penn State game. He's recorded a rush, and yeah. he's had a couple. I mean, he's he's averaging six and six point eight yards a carry. No, he looks good, man. He looked good on that reverse last night. I think my, my concern with him coming in is is like I couldn't tell how fast he was from his high school stuff, right? I mean, yeah. you know, he's running by kids, but he's running by Uniontown, Pennsylvania kids, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know. Some years that probably means more than others, but I think that's been the, the most pleasant surprise for me is like you could see all the the agility and the body control and all that stuff, but like the fact that he's actually fast is is, is awesome. Like yeah. he, I mean, he got the corner on that reverse last night. Like he looks good, but yeah, I mean, little, little spark, man. Right. Like we, you know, it's, it's, I think I, I made the point in, uh, the, the preview article. Like I do feel like there's been a lot of backlash about, you know, Neil Brown's play calling and this and that. And I actually do think that he's done a decent job this year. Just like you said, mm-hmm. you know, we've been working with what we've had to work with, um, and I thought that he had gotten some guys in positions to make plays, and and right at some point, like yeah. you got to make a play, got to make just a play. Comes down to that, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, like you know, I go back and and watch Pat White and Steve Slayton highlights, like you know, once a week or so, like any any normal Mountaineer fan, <laughs> as we all um, do, <laughs> as we all do. But like, so many of their big plays is like that is not at all how the play was drawn up, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's like, like Pat White drops back to pass and and just like finds scores, the seam and breaks three dudes' ankles and, and outruns scores, the other yeah, one. Yeah, and scores a sixty-five yard touchdown. Right? Yeah, the, like you know that's call not that Rich play. Rod's play call. Yeah, call that play, right? And so um, I think that's where you see the difference between Garrett and Nico, right? Like Nico's never scoring that touchdown that Garrett scored tonight um, on the uh, on the scramble, and then Garrett scored it easily. <laughs> scored it easily, dude. So good. Um, but then, yeah, like Jaheim, right? Like, I hate to say this cause CJ is obviously a great player, but like CJ wasn't, wouldn't have broken that for like a 30 yard run. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same thing with some of the other wide receivers in Gallagher, uh, where it's like, dude, just give the ball to playmakers and they will make plays. Right. Like at some point that's just gotta be, it's, it, it just has to be more of a priority. Um, and it feels yeah. like we're trending that way. So that's, that's fine. Like, obviously they're. True freshman, right? You can't you can't just like <laughs> uh, have them shoulder the entire load of the offense, but like it, it does. We we got to keep continue to ramp it up. I think. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think just last night, just in general, thinking about the defense, just big plays at their opportune times was something that you know, getting the fourth down stop when they kind of tried the quick push, and you know, all of a sudden they just didn't get a fourth down in our territory. The two ben field goal cutters. blocks. You know, like. They're just there are guys popping up that did not pop up in the in the years prior, and uh, 
Dude, I like it. I don't. We had t- two penalties for ten yards. I mean, like those are the sorts of things where it's just like this doesn't sound like the the things we complained about in years past seem fixed. We we kind of kicked their ass in the special teams game last night. Like, oh yeah, we we beat them in almost every facet. We covered kickoff. We had good punt returns. Like we blocked field goals. We made our field goals, and then you know, other than the penalty thing, um, like we we won the special teams battle, which against TCU is like not something I would have ever expected. Do you have, I don't know if you have the field position numbers, right? But it felt like we were, I mean, generally they were backed up and we were kind of, you know, we were out, right? Yeah. It felt we, like that was uh, the same thing against Texas Tech too. Our average starting position was the 35. Their yeah. average starting possession, uh, starting position was the 21. Yeah. See, that's insane. That's like a whole extra, what, uh, 15, it's a whole extra first down. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, and, on every possession. And I think we've talked about this on pods past, but the expected points of a drive based on those starting positions is is like that's like a full point different um per drive per drive per yeah. possession yeah so yep oh it matters margins baby it does matter and look at I, us i liked hearing too the some of the stuff in the post game about how like we practice those things like we practice kick blocks and stuff like that like maybe more than other teams in the country do that wins us a game that's six points off the board six points change the outcome of this game yeah, Neil was Neil was talking his shit last night, and good, good for him. He should, man. He's, he's yeah, no, hundred percent. He's carried a lot of it. So he is taking it on the chin for four years, and not not undeservedly. Yeah, you know, not undeservedly. not undeservedly. But I do like how you know he's like, yeah, we're four and one. We we kind of thought that we could be here, um, and he's like, I don't want to hear anybody else saying that shit though. He's like, <laughs> I read everything. He's like, nobody believed but us. That's fine. Except for me and Joel. Joel and yeah. I were on board from, from we we never got off the tentatively off the on board. Yeah. But um but yeah, no, good for him, dude. It's gotta feel good. It's gotta feel good to finally have some of this you know, some of the shit go right. Like, right? Yeah. It, it just feels like a lot of stuff <laughs> a lot of weird stuff even has gone wrong over the last four years. So it's gotta feel good for him to like Yeah, you know, doing what he's doing and shit's going right now. Exactly. And you know, weird, weird stuff happened last night and went our way. There were some defensive holdings. There were penalties that, you know, negated field goals that, you know, Sonny Dykes was was about to get thrown out of the game. Um, but, you know, like, I agree. It's just like you do things right. And, you know, generally, like people complain about penalties, like, oh, they're not calling penalties on the other team. It's like, yeah, maybe because the other team can actually block and, and you guys are holding, you know, stuff like that. We we actually were, you know. Those things weren't happening to us last night where, where it sort of feels like they, they tend to. So um, taking advantage of that. And yeah, I, I feel like, you know, enjoying this long week before the, the next set of games. Um, hey, it feels good to win. We're up. We're four and one, two and oh in conference. We were picked 14th. We were supposed to lose this game by 14. Um, things are going right. And yeah, I, I'm not going to be pessimistic about it. I'm uh, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to be. I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah. every second of it. All right. Anything else on TCU or you want to talk some Big 12? No, I think I'm good on TCU. It was just a great win. And, uh, you know, hey, there's there's no yeah buts with this one, right? It's no yeah, but we were playing Jerkovich or yeah, but it was in a rainstorm and Texas Tech yeah. back up, right? Like, like you said, two touchdown favorites on the road at night. We yeah. went in there and fucking took care of business. It, the team is real. Yep. You should have no reservations about getting behind the idea that this is a good football team. Yep. I'm on. I'm on board. Um, so once again, I think West Virginia was the number one most uh, surprising result uh, in the Big 12, clearly with the, the big upset. 
So let's do our uh, recap. So starting on Friday night, uh, this one was on late. I think it didn't kick till 10, 15. Uh, and I Oops. caught some of it, but I did not stay up for it all. Since I did he, not either. Since he at BYU, a back and forth affair. It was pretty close. And uh, BYU pulls away at the end. So BYU now 4-1, and one, get their first Big 12 conference win. Cincinnati's looking at 2-3 and three, uh, and 0-2 oh and in the conference. Um I don't know. Did you uh, any any takeaways on that game? Nah, I'd like like you said. I, I I watched the first quarter and then and then went to bed. Um, so didn't didn't see uh, too much. You know, Slovis. I you know I think Slovis has looked better than I expected him to. Um, generally, and yeah, I mean BYU. Hey, keep winning. You know, I, I think we we both kind of thought that would be hard for Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, BYU is generally a pretty tough place to go. Because it's always the you know, weird ass kickoff time like this, right? Like ten fifteen on a Friday night. Who who does who does that? Um, and so, yeah, no, I didn't. You know, not, nothing. No yeah. significant takeaways. Just yeah, B- BYU. B- BYU, the first of the newbies to win a conference game, and clearly one of them had to win in since BYU game. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about. Oh, let's just jump to the other one. I feel like the other one that was pretty significant was the Baylor UCF game. And hey, welcome to the Big 12 UCF. You come in, you have a, what, a 25-point lead, and uh, you you get only give up 26 unanswered in the fourth quarter to lose to Baylor at home. Um, man. And on the flip side, for Baylor, I feel like they really, really needed this. Uh, this just gets them to two and three. Um, but wow. Uh, UCF's still without uh, their starter, John Reese Plumley. so... Wondering uh, how things are going there and, you know, is he coming back or, or will he come back and how will that change things? Uh, I don't know. Interesting game, though. Yeah, I got to be honest. I, I I haven't even looked to see, like, how badly he's hurt or, like, what his injury is. Um, the backup seems fine, though. Like right, like, like you said, they were up they were up 35 to 10. Um, and, yeah, my friendship is over with UCF. Um, I had UCF. Uh, both Moneyline and UCF minus 6.5 uh, in a number of in a number of parlays this weekend. And I'm checking the box score and I see 35-10 uh, going into the fourth quarter. And I was like, oh, money in the bank there, you know, nothing, like no worries. And then start getting uh, in the Discord, start getting the alerts like, what the fuck are you doing, UCF? And, you know, pull it up and it's just like, oh my God, like how does bad yeah. beat? Anyways, yeah, I'm off the train. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid anymore. That's it's not cool. This is a good so. one if you uh, like win probability charts. UCF, <laughs> I'm just I'm scrolling around it right now. UCF was at a 99.9% chance to win. Um, when Baylor had the ball, it was still the, it was the last play of the third quarter. Um, and they were still sitting in the high 90s with about 12 minutes to go up 35 to 10. And uh, six-yard run. Nine minutes ago, a five-yard pass. Six minutes ago, a 72-yard fumble return, and then a field goal. UCF misses the field goal. Ouch. Welcome to the Big 12, and guess what? They don't get any easier. <laughs> um, no, no. That's about as easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a layup at home, too. Like, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing? Yeah. So the rest of the results around the league were not as exciting. Texas Texas played it close with Kansas for a little bit, and then they really put the foot on the the pedal at the you know the second half. And this, I feel like this happens a lot in college football, where there's like a can be a depth thing. It's like we can maybe play with your ones for a while, but once you know the game chews yep. along and stuff, Texas pulls away, forty to fourteen, not even close. Um, yep. Oklahoma just really put it on Iowa State, fifty to twenty. Um, 
yeah, that one was never oh, close. They might be kind of good. I don't know. We like I've been hesitant yeah. just because the the first what three or four games that they played were so bad. But I mean, Iowa State's not a team that you see get fifty hung up on very often. Well, well, you know, even when they're shitty, which they they seem like they're shitty again this year. But even when they're shitty, right? It's usually yeah. like a you know a lower scoring game. So Oklahoma might be that's a. Going to be an exciting one this this coming weekend. Um, Definitely. Getting ahead um, of myself here. Yeah, yeah. Well, Iowa State also scoring 20 on Oklahoma defense is kind of surprising yeah. for me. <laughs> you know, Brent Venable's team, that was 20 points is a lot for, for what Iowa State's got going on on offense. Um, yeah, yeah. And then last game, or the only other game, was Texas Tech-Houston. And uh, Dana is the seat on fire coming into next week. Um 49 to 28 Texas Tech actually was down early but this was like your classic Big 12 game where there was uh let's see uh four there was what like nine touchdowns in the first half so um you know oh, wow, yeah. once once the <laughs> once the points got flowing Texas Tech pulled away and uh won by three scores so well, second half shutout yep Hey, just a little validation though I mean Texas Tech handling Houston we thought Houston was on the lower half and you know they beat them by multiple touchdowns, so that's uh, validating um, for the Mountaineers. So, you know, as we're looking at the Big 12 as today, I think Texas and Oklahoma are in a class of their own. I mean, I, I think that is easy to, to say. Kansas State was off this week, um, but I mm-hmm. think they're worth mentioning. Kansas uh, also is <laughs> – they're not Kansas of old. And then – Hey, the West Virginia Mountaineers, why don't we throw them around? 2-0 in conference, beat the fifth, or was it fourth and fifth projected team in the league yep. this year? Yep. Crazy. Yep. No, I mean, we, yeah, I think I think you kind of nailed it. Uh, it's Oklahoma and Texas, and then the two Kansas schools, and then I'd say us and us and BYU um, are, are the next uh, group that you have to start talking about. So, yeah, I mean, hey. We'll take it. It's just a fucking absolute uh, mockery of, of the rating institution that they didn't put us in there. They got two loss LSU in there um, for God knows what, you know, SEC, I guess. Oh, but, you're talking on the AP poll? Yeah, AP poll. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Hey, you know what? Keep the energy up. We'll stuff a couple more W's down some people's throats, and then, you know, people, people will notice eventually. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, we've done what we can do. Like I said, I don't think we were winning that Penn State game. And then after that, we've done everything we possibly can. So just yep. keep doing that. Um, just keep winning. Just keep winning. All right. So Big 12 precap coming into this week. The Mountaineers are off. Um, and so is Houston, which is our team coming up. So, uh, you know, equal amount of time to prepare for both teams there. This week, we do have another Friday game. It is not egregiously late. Um it might not be that good of a game, though. It is Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, actually, um, I might need a second to double-check this, but so Oklahoma State, remember, they lost 30, it was like 33-7 to to um, South, Alabama. South Alabama. Did you see the South Alabama result yesterday? Did they get smoked by somebody? I think they got smoked <laughs> by like a G, another G5 school. Oh, boy. Oh, um, boy. Yeah, they lost. Well, they've lost actually back to back. They lost to Central Michigan, and now they lost to James Madison. So um, that's who your Oklahoma State pokes are. Uh, they they lost to that team by several several scores. They are hosting at seven thirty on Friday night. Kansas State. Um, Kansas State is twelve point favorite on the road at night. That is, oh man, and Boone Pickens. That is that's criminal. 
it's not it's uh yeah the mighty have fallen it's a long way from what we come to expect from the do we better we better stomp a mud hole yeah in their ass when they come to morgantown here in a couple weeks they've always had our number always man it would feel really good to just put one put one right on them um yeah, yeah i'd expect I'd, i mean kansas state i think will cover that 12 and a half you said i'd, I'd expect yeah 12 i'd expect them to take care of business there yep um, I guess, I guess we won't bury the lead any longer. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the, on the big one coming this weekend in the conference? Yeah. I mean, very, um, I'm, I'm excited. I actually, I think I'm going to get to, so I'm going to, to Charlotte this weekend, but kickoff is going to be right around when my girls uh, take their naps. So hopefully I'll be able to watch a good bit. Um, I've obviously, I've watched Texas a couple times this year. They look really good. Yep. Um, I have not watched Oklahoma. I've just kind of mocked their schedule from afar. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good litmus, uh, litmus test game, right? Like, I mean, is Oklahoma for real? And I mean, you know, because if they if they make this a game or even even win the game, then you know, I just like they're back kind of quicker than expected. I didn't think that they were going to be that good. So, um, yeah, I, I would expect Texas to win, but I mean, shit, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma, I mean, just real quick, here's who they've played. Arkansas State, SMU, Tulsa, Cincy, and Iowa State. So nothing. Yeah. Um, they've, yeah. I mean, you know, they've, they've run it up on all those teams. We said this in the preseason. We said that Oklahoma was going to be one of those teams that, like, somehow is going to get to 10 wins, even if they're not good. Yeah. Um, so they got Texas this weekend. They're 5-0 and already. They got Texas. Let me just read you the rest of their schedule, as now we know a little bit more about these teams. UCF, Kansas – Oklahoma State, home for West Virginia, at BYU, home for TCU. Yeah, I mean they might go. They might literally, if they win this one, they'll probably go undefeated. Yeah, unless we unless we do something about it. I mean, we might be their hardest game, or at Kansas. I mean, those are probably their two hardest games outside. At of Kansas Texas. will be tricky. Yeah, at Kansas will be tricky. Um, but man, I you know. Kind of maybe an underrated thing is uh, I'm sure Oklahoma kept some receipts from last year. You know, I everybody yeah, really enjoyed piling it on them last year. Like uh, myself, nothing or something. Myself included. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So I mean, you know, plenty of motivation there. Um, and yeah, no, I mean, hey, you know, people were kind of making fun of them. I could see that being a thing. Uh, makes it easy to motivate the troops. Yep. Um, for, for Venables there. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. I expect Texas to win, but looking forward to a good game. It's always a great game. 49 nothing was the score last year in favor of Texas. Texas is a five-point favorite. Tickets as low as $294. Yeah, that's going to be a pricey one to get into. Yeah. I, I don't love that they do this game at noon. This game no, is... It's- it should be an eight o'clock kick. It's like the pre- it, most years. It is like the premier, if not one of the premier games in the conference. And it's like I don't want to watch this on noon in early October. Like I want yeah. this like November second week in November at night. Um, yep. But alas, see whatever. some see some breath breath coming out of the helmets and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, a little frosty out it's there. It's cool that yeah. they do it at the fair. I, I mean, I, I think that is cool. But yeah. but yeah, I, I I think this game could. And it's always just so early in the season. But whatever, I'll, I'll get over it. Um, all right, so the next game we got, there's only three more games in the conference this week. We got UCF at Kansas at 4 o'clock Eastern. This is a great time. Yeah, this would, this would be a fun one. Kansas is a three-point favorite. And, like, what is – I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the status of either quarterback in this game because Kansas didn't play uh, Jalen Daniels last week, right? And UCF's not playing John Reese Plumley. I don't know what either quarterback and, – and both quarterbacks could have a sizable impact on the line and the, the, you know, the outcome of this game. Yeah, I'm looking up. 
to see what Plumlee's injury is. Um, suffered a leg injury against Boise State. He's expected to miss a few weeks, but will not require surgery. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Jalen Daniels has a reaggravated has reaggravated his back injury. Um, oh, that's not good. Yeah, that that's why he didn't play. And uh, yeah, apparently it was like in warmups at the hotel. Oh, um, but yeah, so so two big quarterbacks who are probably the two best players on those teams are very yeah. very close. Um, so either way, though, that that's an interesting one. And yeah, those are teams that are in the same um, sort of style of play. I think so. That could be a fun one. Hey, there's like fun games in Lawrence, Kansas, uh, in October, not not in like January basketball. So, yeah, uh, cool, cool for them. So that'll be a good one at four o'clock. And then we got two eight o'clock games on Saturday: Texas Tech at Baylor. Uh, Baylor is a one point favorite here. Both of these teams are two and three, really and one and one in conference. I am surprised to see the Baylor early favorite i don't know if that's coming off the big comeback you know some some recency uh, i might yeah. lay uh i might I'm lay a nickel on texas, texas tech, tech there. i'm looking at texas tech there for sure that's a good one i can't believe baylor's favorite that's that's insane yeah as um, recording sunday night we'll see that line and dude these lines move in the big 12 um, they do yeah they move crap i mean west virginia line moved probably what four points at least since we recorded last week and um i think the ucf line moved a good bit last week too like yeah Cincinnati I think Cincinnati was favored and then by kickoff BYU was favored on Friday night yeah no it's it's uh yeah so keep your eye on that one Baylor minus one um mm, yeah I I I would go Texas Tech there I mean I think Texas Tech's gonna win that yep um and then the other game that night is TCU at Iowa State I or TCU is a five and a half point favorite um Iowa State man I don't know I don't feel like i've watched enough but i actually don't have anything nice or good to say about them i, I don't really no. know i would <clears> not digging the vibes out of iowa state yeah go ahead yeah tcu needs to start winning again now so yeah pick me up little pick me up in Ames. yeah jack trice is a tough place to play at night though i mean they've uh it spook, is spooky place especially in october so but they no longer have brocktober going on so you never know maybe it's <laughs> over <laughs> yeah I, I, tc will win that i think yeah. tc will win that i agree all right, um, so just a, just a quick peek forward. So we are not doing a preview this week, like I said. We will do next week's episode. I guess we'll kick it off with the Big 12 recap, precap. Then we will get you ready for uh, West Virginia at Houston. That is a Thursday night game. Um, Houston right now, they are off this coming week. They are 2-3 and three overall, 0-2 in conference play. Dana's seat is uh, likely he- heating up. First time, clearly, we have... Uh, met with the former coach tickets as low as five dollars so if you're uh, anywhere in the houston area just show up i i was reading back through some of my group texts last night just to make sure i hadn't committed myself to anything and there were there were definitely a lot of uh like hey do you value your marriage like 350 dollars worth because that's what a flight to houston is next friday so <laughs> uh i will not be going but i wouldn't be shocked if if some of my contingent ends up down there yeah um just like you said, five dollars to get in. I mean, shit. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a fun one. Obviously, a little extra flavor with Dana and uh, the fact that he's struggling. Maybe even more important than usual one for him. It so. would be very hilarious if we beat them real bad and if he we gets pants fired. them at home and they they and tarmacked they get, him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. 
<laughs> All right. It would, it would be hilarious. It would be great. That would be good. All right. So that's what we got going on. Um, so if you uh, want to join the Smoky Musket Discord, would strongly recommend. Fun place to hang out. It was popping last night for the uh, the game. It was actually very active. I, I was having a good time chatting yeah. in there with some people. Yep. And uh, so follow Smoking Musket on Twitter at West by Pod with underscores is our account. Uh, be sure to tweet at us anything about the games or whatever. Um, if you're looking for any basketball news, of course, you know, West Virginia can't have nice things. So there is basketball news. You can catch that on the most recent episodes of Unreasonable Doubt. Um, and that's a great podcast to keep you up to date with all the WBU basketball stuff. Uh, get at us on smokingmusket.com and uh, enjoy the bye week. Hey, like relax emotionally, very draining week. Uh, all kinds of things going on for the Mountaineers. So that's right. Take they a couple days sp- off and, and then get locked back in. That's it. They need us at 100% next Thursday. So, you know, do what you do this week and and let's 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 go get ready for next week. All right. Well, thank you as always for listening and we will catch you next week. All right. Take care, gang. how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry-free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.